you are tuned into a fireside chat with Zany Mystic. Join us now on another exciting metaphysical journey. Relax, tune in, drop out, and take a seat by the fire as we explore new realms and possibilities. This is Magenta Pixie. You can find me at magentapixie.weebly.com. But now, here is Zany Mystic and guest. Enjoy the show. Greetings, and welcome to a fireside chat with Zany Mystic. I'm your host, Lance White. Tonight, my guest is Timothy Glenn, who returns to follow up on the Pluto-Saturn conjunction, which occurred on January 12th. <clears throat> Another astrologer that I was uh, glancing at today uh, said that April 1st through the 15th, uh, was the Jupiter-Pluto conjunction slash coronavirus slash global awakening connection. So uh, he's trying to mash them all together, so maybe that's a good idea and maybe not. Timothy is an author, astrologer, numerologist, and spiritual reader. He came into this life without the veils pulled all the way down, and like many of us, he never fit into the real world. Early years include music, uh, voice and exposure to astrology. Theatrical training and performance prepared him for a brief stint as a minister. He has done past life regression, sound healing, esoteric astrology, and now does multidimensional soul purpose readings using a number of arcane and known venues such as numerology and tarot. The arcane elements were discovered in a dusty branch of an ancient library studying Pythagorean numerology, which forms the basis of the Soul Purpose readings, his specialty. So let's welcome Timothy back to the show now. Hi, Timothy. How are you? I am jamming and enjoying the show. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> well, it's been a great show so far, I think. Well, it's an exciting movie, and we've got great seats. Yes, oh my gosh, we do, don't we? We have ringside seats. All of us have ringside yeah. seats, whether we know it or not. Yeah, so it's a, a, a wild show out there right now. And, of course, this is a lot of what we were talking about last time we talked like this. <laughs> yes, it was. Uh, uh, yes, we did talk like this, and... Uh, um, we mentioned quite a few of these things that are going on now. Yeah, you did. I, <laughs> and you know, this, uh, this well, I think we probably are going to reiterate a few things and then find out some new ones, too. Yeah. You know, I, just, I just was looking at the show archives earlier, and I, I need to update my events page on my website, etc. And I looked at it. Um, this year, we talked on 111, mm -hmm. and then we did another show on 222. Oh, wow. Yeah. And in that show on 222, we were talking about when that Jupiter-Pluto conjunction goes exact, which is today. Oh, you're kidding. I didn't no. know that. <laughs> they are exactly conjunct in our skies right now as wow. we speak. Well, yes, that is wow. truly miraculous, because I did not plan this out at all, and I wasn't even aware of it until you brought it up. <laughs> I wasn't aware of it until I looked at it. At the show archives early, I thought, oh, wow, our timing is just magical. <laughs> yes, well, they can't go wrong with that. <laughs> yeah, it's way cool. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, this is the, the time of the uh, the action really beginning. 
Mm-hmm. Because, you know, we had talked before that so many people thought everything was going to happen on January 12th when Saturn and Pluto go exact. Mm-hmm. Of course, just like, you know, December 21st, 2012, it's all going to happen that day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's a temporal marker, not an event. And, uh, and we mentioned then that the real action is going to happen when Jupiter catches up to Pluto. Uh-huh. Well, guess what? <laughs> is he there to that tonight? <laughs> this is it. <laughs> this is it, okay. So this is kind of like the the shotgun going off with the horses. Yeah, the, Everything the else was preparation yeah. and training and running and practicing and all that stuff. Yeah, because, you know, Mars had come through um, the wonderful sign of Capricorn mm. and... Uh, and it was like, okay, this is triggering everything. This is like, all right, let's roll it all out. Let's get ready, right, ready to go right now. It's like Mars is going through touching all those uh, um, celestial bodies and tender points in Capricorn and reminding everybody, this is not a drill. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sounds this pretty serious. Not, right. This is not a drill, kids. This is the real thing. And well, so yeah. now uh, Jupiter... Uh, catches up with Pluto, and usually when planets come within about five degrees of a, a tender point, mm-hmm. uh, you can start feel the in, in, start feeling the influence. Mm-hmm. So you know, like we call orb of influence. So um, Jupiter came within orb of influence of Pluto right at the end of February, like 28th of February. Mm-hmm. So we started really getting that energy built up, and now, yeah, the bell rings, the gates fly open, and the horses are ready to shoot right out there and go for it. Mm. And As it's of, about a four- to five-year um, uh, period, is it not, uh, of uh, this kind of situation? Well, uh, it depends on the perspective we're taking. Uh, as I've mentioned before, the Saturn-Pluto conjunction in Capricorn, which has not happened in a little over 500 years mm. and is even more powerful this time than it was before, uh, is something that will just have a profound effect. This will just rumble down through the 2020s and mm. echo for decades beyond that. In a good way, of course. Well, we don't know. good and bad. Well, I don't do good and bad because those are judgment terms. Oh, right, right, of course. But uh... let's, let's call it cool. Okay, I like that. It'll be cool. <laughs> User-friendly. How's that? Well, I like that. User-friendly is good. Right, because what what we're looking at is the old control grid of planet Earth being systematically dismantled and replaced. Okay. It all it's... has to come down. All of it. Now, where does this, where does this mandate come from? You know? uh, this is just the way the earth, it's not the like it a mandate, like, <laughs> like some guy in the sky sitting on a throne said, I now pass this edict that this must happen this way. It's just what happens as the celestial bodies move around. We have different energy patterns. Oh, yeah, right. And, and at the same time, we have the human collective that has finally reached the point of saying, screw this, we're done. Oh, yeah, yeah. So if you want a mandate, that's it. We yeah. are the source of the mandate. Yep, that makes sense to me. And uh, we've of course, been enslaved. We've been ahead. enslaved plenty long enough. Oh yes, yes, like millions of years, perhaps. 
<laughs> we don't even know because our memories have been so screwed with. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, hopefully so we'll a, regain uh, our memories at some point. Well, sure. So much has been hidden from us, uh, and that includes our history, even our recent history, the last few thousand years. You know, mm. Everything's so muddled, and then you go back more than a few thousand years, and it's like, what did happen? <laughs> right. And it, I don't think it was what uh, we were told. Oh, you mean academia didn't quite get it right? Oh, surprise, surprise. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, remember in the book 1984, uh-huh. we were, we, yeah, I remember that one. Mr. Orwell. We were told that whoever controls the present controls the future, and whoever controls the past controls the present. Ooh. So if you can write the histories and tell people who they are and where they came from, etc., you can control them, mm-hmm. and you can use them to create the future. Well, it seems that somebody would try that. Well, they've been doing it for thousands of years. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, it, it <laughs> we grew up with it happening. And we grew up with it, right. We, we couldn't see it because it was the forest through the trees. It was like hidden in plain sight. Sight, yes, hidden in plain sight. And I often tell people who are awakening, you know, don't be rough on yourself. It's okay. You know, you were you were born in this trap. You grew up in this illusion, and you've never known anything else. Right. It's okay. Right. And how are you supposed to know? <laughs> you know, <laughs> just in fact, that's part of the fun of it that was created to uh, have the excitement of knowing, <laughs> discovery. Yeah. It's part of the game. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, do you have any idea how the old uh, control grid <clears throat> will uh, be dismantled? Or uh, do you have any thoughts on it? Or You mean how is it being dismantled right now? Oh, right now, yes. Yeah, if you know that, uh, <laughs> that <laughs> share it. Please share. Okay. <laughs> By all means. All right. Now... Remember that a few years ago we talked about what was starting to shift, and I pointed out that on this level, just a human level, and we're not talking about all the ETs uh, that are uh, working here, and we're not talking about extra-dimensional entities and on and on and on. We're just talking about the human drama here. Okay. Uh, With this big shift, it is a military operation. Right. Because the old guard is not going to go down without a fight, and they will have to be taken out with blunt force. Oh. Ah, that's why the U.S. military has been fully activated, and the silent war that's been running for decades has already come to the surface, and in order to shield it, we have this current uh, fear-mongering going on, and the, the pandemic is as people are calling it, all the fear. Okay, Um, but, okay, now, we can talk about this uh, pandemic thing. Yes, let's go ahead and do that. Okay, yeah, let's go there first. Well, first of all, let's consider that uh, this stuff happens on a regular basis, and, you know, you have different viruses out there. This one happens to be genetically engineered. This okay. is created as a bioweapon. Okay. Uh, it, it's not nearly 
as deadly as we're being told. You know, a lot of these tests that were out there were giving between 50 and 80 percent false positives. Oh, huh. Yeah. I mean, well, it's like, who is testing the tests? Okay, so you're being lied to right there. You know, the hype, the hype, the hype. And also there's uh, the false reporting. Oh, now, right. Remember, remember during the H1N1 scam when that mm-hmm. was the big to-do? Okay, there were hundreds of doctors who were bold enough to come out publicly and complain that they were being told that anybody who came in with any flu-like symptoms of any kind, they were to be reported as H1N1. Oh. And they didn't like putting that in the chart when they didn't know that that was what it was. Right, because that's so not Pat, their, uh, that's not how they operate, right. modus operandi. So, so pad the statistics. That's oh, the game. That's going wow. on big time now. And also, what about all these people with the pre-existing conditions? Hmm. You know, like there are people, uh, of course you won't see this on your corporate propaganda channels, but there are people out there who are being very vocal that, you know, dad was reported as a, a another death victim of COVID-19. Well, he had been struggling with Alzheimer's for the, for the past 15 years, and he was on his deathbed anyway. Hmm. And, and besides, we didn't have a test. We don't even know that it was this. It could have been any kind of you know, ordinary flu bug, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So all these people who are like near the end anyway, they're immunocompromised, this happens to push them over the edge. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing. Pad those statistics. And now it's been found that another one of these uh, test kits that came out was tainted with the virus itself. Oh, well, that happens a lot. I mean, as you know, I uh, received a... Uh, vaccine for the hepatitis B um, vaccination, and it just happened to be laced with live HIV virus. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you cannot trust the system. Nope. Well, I was pretty naive. <laughs> well, you know. yeah. Yeah. Well, go easy on yourself. Well, I try. <laughs> yeah. Now, also, um, I just recently published the article called 2020, The Turning of the Tables. Mm. And, uh, in fact, last time uh, I had mentioned, I haven't even gotten around to writing the 2020 article yet. Well, I finally finally got around to doing that. So, the turning of the tables, not the turning of the tides, because as, as I read it, the tides turned in 2017. Mm-hmm. But the turning of the tables is like the, the gaming tables in the human world. Aha, uh-huh. right, right. That were that are fixed. Yeah, and uh, totally fixed. (laughs) Like the tables were always tilted, the dice were always loaded, the scales were weighted. (laughs) Go on down the list. You know, the deck was stacked and never in our favor. Oh no, never. No, 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 no. no. Right, but this is where the tables turn, and that's part of what's going on right now. And. you know, you can pan the camera back a little bit and see how this can work out. In fact, I forget who it was now. It was one of the, like one of these holly weird people or, you know, these people who are going to find themselves busted mm-hmm. um, saying in, in one of these uh, tweets or whatever, they flipped our virus on us. Mm. Remember, this is a bioweapon. Now, why mm-hmm. do people develop bioweapons? Hmm. 
mm. the thought that maybe they would use them as bioweapons. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Duh. Right. Yeah. And so, the, you know, of course you develop it because, okay, there may be a time when we can actually use this. Mm. And so they were going to use it to crash the economy and, and prevent the human souls from being able to liberate themselves. They wanted to cripple what they were doing. However, the tables got turned on them. Uh And so this is now actually serving as a cover for that military operation to happen to and and to stop all the human trafficking and everything else, you know, bust those pedo rings and all that stuff. Do it and, and just arrest, I mean, mass arrests of these massive rings of, of criminality, human trafficking, drug trafficking, everything trafficking. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, time for all that to be done. Mm-hmm. Now, every time that the human souls make a move like this to liberate themselves, and that's something to go after, well, what happens is you get false flags. Mm, right, right. That's when they do their events. That's when you have a school shooting with one of their Manchurian candidates, or you have uh, go on down the list. Right, they right. pull off some kind of false flag, and of course now that it's really coming down to crunch time, they would try to pull off a big false flag. Oh, now, well, I think. You, right now, how are you going to pull off a big false flag in an arena or stadium full of sports fans if no no sporting events are going on? Ah, well, ah, that's true. How are you going to do a school shooting when there's no kids in school? Uh-huh. Well, that's, uh huh. Go on down the list. How would you pull off one of these mass murders, false flags, and make it really sensational if you don't have big gatherings of people anywhere? Oh, yeah. Uh huh. <clears throat> I don't know. Well, you, well. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's always a military installation. <laughs> Well, that's that. See, that's the whole thing. This is a military operation. Right, this wouldn't but then they can be turned way. on them, couldn't they? <laughs> well, hang on, hang on. In the remember, we've talked about this before. The game has been the human souls liberating themselves from the predator souls. Mm-hmm. Okay, and and here in the U.S., a big turning point was the the military had a big shift because the human souls were able to get control of the Pentagon and the NSA from the predators, or the reptilians, whatever you want to call them. So this is a military operation, and a lot of what's going on right now, and that has been going on before, and we've talked about it. In fact, even our friend Anelia Benz has tuned in on some of this and said, oh, that was not just a natural earthquake. That was one of those underground bases being blown up. Mm. See, this is this is military. Now, yeah, the uh, the other side still has force. They still have, you know, a, some degree of power and so forth. This isn't just going to be a walk in the park. The the human souls who are doing this are going to have to really come up against some stiff opposition, and that's what they're doing. Hmm. Well, that sounds. So we good. can't really. Yeah. Well, no, you we can't. can't really. A bigger pardon? You can't blame them. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, this is the the turning of the tables. And so what these people say now, now you know your friend uh, Simon Parks, right? 
Yes, yes, yes. I like Simon. Okay. Well, have you been following his posts? Yes, uh, most Here's... of them. Okay. Well, he, he's been coming out with quite a bit of that and how the uh, this bioweapon got released. It wasn't exactly according to their plan. Mm-hmm. It got released, but not when and how they anticipated using it. So it was easy then, not necessarily easy, but it was then possible to, to flip it on them. Mm-hmm. So uh, here it is unleashed, and... And, and spreading all over the place. Now, supposedly, it is highly contagious because it has a long incubation period. Mm. So it's easy for it to spread around. But it's not having the lethal effect that they were anticipating. Huh. Well, it's, uh, you know, people do seem to be <clears throat> I, following some of the um, recommendations, which are logical, don't go out where people have the disease and catch it. <laughs> Well, you know, sensible precautions are just that. They are sensible. Yeah. And uh, so if they wanted to be able to shut things down, okay, and put yourself in the position of being one of the human souls running the military operation. Okay, this gets unleashed not according to plan. You know, the best laid plans of mice and men, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sometimes they go slightly awry now and then, yeah. Once okay. in a while. This is, this is what happened to, like, the, the deep state people. Ah. Okay, they had this plan to use this, and it didn't quite come off as planned, and now the tables got turned on them. So uh, you'd have a shorter time of things being shut down, which would also prevent massive false flags from being pulled off. Uh-huh. And, and meanwhile, they're up against... Not just the U.S. military. This is 22 countries mm. working together to take down these rings of criminals that have been running this planet into the ground for a long time. Mm. Now, this also means that uh, we're going to have the old economic system replaced. Ooh. We've talked about that before. Yes, that's, uh, that didn't seem very appealing to me. <laughs> What doesn't seem appealing to you? Oh, the old economic system. Right, the old one, yes, uh, far from user-friendly. Right. In fact, you know, the old expression, Babylonian money magic. Yeah, exactly. Right, we can trace that back thousands of years, where money is created as debt, and money is used as a tool of enslavement. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and we're all this country, pretty much enslaved to that now. Uh, sure, and... and Go back to 1913, when fraudulently the U.S. had foisted upon us this thing called the Federal Reserve. Right, right. And that came about because they sunk the Titanic and had the uh, aware billionaires that knew what was going on. They they knew that this was something that was coming up, and they were fighting it. And so those people were uh, invited to take a trip. Uh, but had some power and could possibly fight it. And, of course, the men stay behind and the women get into the lifeboat. So the men passed away, and that cleared the way for uh, Congress and the various uh, legislative branches to approve it. For I think it was they tried two or three times, and uh, they finally well, got they did through. It dur- they did it during recess. 
No, oh yes, of at course. Of always year. do it during recess. The whole thing was whole thing was fraudulent. Yeah. But yeah, it's like they were going to all have this wonderful trip on the Titanic, and all of the uh, the banksters and you know the industrialists and the wealthy people who opposed this plan were on board, and the other ones just oh we couldn't make it at the last minute. Sorry. Yeah, that was uh, very strange, wasn't it? Well, it was planned. Well, exactly, and those are the people that are behind the uh, shenanigans today. Exactly. Same families. Yep. And, and, you know, it's the same souls incarnating along the same bloodlines again and again and again and again. But finally, this is the game changer now. This is where the, the tables turn. Okay. Yeah. And um, yeah. how how do you see the incarnational process uh, changing? Because they seem to have some kind of <clears throat> um, representatives uh, throwing things in their corner. Well, this is the the old world, the way right. things had worked. We're in the shift of the ages now, and it's really all about energy. It's uh, about good about raising our frequency. Mm-hmm. Okay, like our friend Anelia talks about raising the vibration. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay we, raise our, we raise our vibration to the point that these creatures cannot even touch us anymore. Well, I like that. It's all about energy. We just shift somewhere else onto mm-hmm. another, into another dimension, another timeline, or whatever. They, the Earth herself is shifting. And so she's shifting her energy field so that those kind of shenanigans could not even occur in the energy field of the new earth. Hmm. So for the incarnational process of those beings, their old game is over on planet earth. And if they want to go into the cosmic recycle bin again, well, they can go there. (laughs) That's okay. Right. And as Protarian had said back in the 90s, these souls who aren't done playing these games yet can find other worlds somewhere where they can incarnate, where these games are still being played, and there they can be limited to their heart's discontent. <laughs> right. Masters of limitation. Yes. Degrees. <laughs> yeah. So what's going on behind the scenes right now is really, really huge. Hmm. Well, it does feel that way to me. Even though there's nothing really that I could point to that would, you know, uh, they're just a general game plan that's global. (laughs) And, oh, and the trillion dollars, I think there were two trillion dollar packages coming out of our government to help, which we know that they have a theory that it trickles down, meaning most of it stays at the top and there were a little bit trickles down to the bottom that needs it. Well, this will this one will be a bit different. Besides, remember, this is the end of that old monetary system. Oh, okay, all right. So we're just talking about play money. Okay. All right. It's it's not a big deal. We make it a big deal. Oh, right, right. See, the only reason that that whole financial thing in the old world has worked is because we've believed in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you think would cause people to lose faith in it? Lose faith in what? The monetary system. 
the, well, <laughs> how many people do you know who realize fully that the old monetary system is totally bogus? <laughs> well, quite a few. Right. Okay. And how many more do you think are going to realize how bogus it is when finally it does get replaced here? And it doesn't take a whole lot of imagination. Just, just think. Just play with your imagination for a moment. Mm. We're not too far down the road, and there is no Federal Reserve, or it has just simply been nationalized, and it's being shifted so you wouldn't even recognize it. It's got the same name out front, but the function is totally different, so that the nation no longer has to borrow its own currency from a handful of crooked banksters. Mm -hmm. And that means also its collection agency, the IRS, becomes defunct. Mm. Well, I heard because something that about Trump uh, repaying something to the Federal Reserve in the, uh, that they owed. <clears throat> so, uh, well, it, I mean, that would indicate that he's kind of working with them, wouldn't it? Uh, working with them to take them over? And get them well, out of the hands to of give them money. <laughs> well, what's to be done with the money? Who's controlling it now? Well, that's a good question. I mean, right? See, it, in other words, don't grab a report and run with it. Right. See, if you really want to be able to understand what's going on, you just kick back, enjoy the movie. And did you ever watch a good mystery movie? Oh yeah. Okay, so you get your ideas and your theorizing and so forth, and then this happens and that happens. This is okay. This is just a mystery movie. Just sit back and and watch it, and look for clues and see if you can figure it out. And if you don't, and it's a surprise ending, you go, "Wow, that was really cool." Mm -hmm. The important thing is this is the shift of the ages, mm -hmm. and the old system, all of it, is being taken down and out. All of it. I guess uh, so, because it's had its opportunity. I mean. It's stale date has come up. <laughs> yeah, it's like okay, the term has expired. Mm. But this, this, the the whole thing is, it's all about frequency, mm -hmm. and right. it's all about consciousness. As the consciousness of the planet herself shifts, as our consciousness shifts, we awaken, we expand, and we get more love-oriented rather than fear-oriented, we shift the whole thing. Right. So it, it's, it's to their advantage to attempt to create global fear. Well, that's all they know. But that's pretty much how all of the uh, trickery operates, the, uh, you know, the pace of fear. Sure. But this is, this is a big one. Create illusions mm -hmm. that there's fear, and, and there can be uh, some basis in reality, just enough to make people think, oh, this is really it, this is really it. But the whole idea is to put people in fear. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, they're doing that, but the tables are being turned on them, mm -hmm. and the fear will not serve them the way it used to, because the planet herself has raised her vibration to the point that that cannot work anymore. Oh, good. Well, now that makes a big difference. I, well, yeah, it's the huge difference. So as I look at the astrological movements here, you know, all the, the planets and the various celestial bodies and so forth moving around the way they are, and consider where we are vibrationally at this time, where we are in our consciousness at this time. Mm. Well, you know, I... I 
as I read all this, it's like, okay, this is it, kids. This is happening. This is the way it's going to fall out. Mm-hmm. Well, there's so is, much that's been concealed, for one thing, and a lot of that has to do with technology that's been developed ages ago and uh, the programs that are being run without our uh, most of our awareness of it that kind of gets lumped into a thing called the breakaway civilization. Yeah, I'm not concerned about the breakaway civilization. No? Okay. Because if you know, if they're running the old program and they're fear-based, they're going to fail. Oh, right, right, of course, of course. Right, so that's okay. Let, let yeah. them play their game, and then they go down the tubes, and you say, bye, have, <laughs> have fun, bye, bless you, Bless. Yeah. Uh, so just yeah, let that let, let them go do that, um, and that's another huge thing. Now, there's another magnificent shift that'll be coming in 2021, getting us ready for all the you know 2022 oh. is going to be huge, et cetera. And I was previously thinking that the Federal Reserve was going to come down and the IRS and all that stuff would be riding that wave in 2021, but it might actually all be coming down here in 2020 on this mm-hmm. wave. Oh, wow. Which sets us up for that wave in 2021, which I would interpret as, okay, that's the release of the technologies. Ah, okay, good. Yes, because It would be good timing. (laughs) Well, sure. And remember um, the story of Nikola Tesla and Mm -hmm. what happened with his technologies? More or less. Remember when he died? Okay, well, remember when he was assassinated. Yeah, and the the feds swept into his apartment and his laboratory and cleaned everything up. Yeah, everything. Yeah. All right. And of course, the feds are looking at it and they don't know what the hell they're looking at. <laughs> you know, they they did not have the understanding, and so they brought in an MIT scientist to uh, help them understand what Tesla was doing, so they could steal technologies, etc. Or hide the technologies, make sure mm-hmm. they don't ever come out to the public. And uh, that MIT scientist was named John Trump. Oh. Uncle John. Hmm. This is Fred's brother, right? That, oh. Okay, not, like Donald John Trump, that's where he got the John. Oh. Oh. So the Trump family, which is an interesting family, because soul-wise, they're like uh, from... Uh, not a, a major or well-known ET group uh, that is that is very much into technology. Uh, and it's interesting, they kind of clustered in this family, and so their role in the game is to bring that technology to the Earthlings. Oh, okay. So, yes, it will be released. Well, that sounds like Actually, a positive force. Well, it's all part of the game here. Right, right. But we got to bring out the caveat here, because this guy named Lance White has talked about this a lot throughout the years, and that is we may be following people into just a bigger sandbox. Right, right. Now, why don't you tell the people who haven't uh, contemplated that before what you mean by the bigger sandbox? Well, that the uh, people that are creating the next level of the game are simply expanding the barriers further out and bringing all kinds of sparkling, glittery, wonderful things for us, uh, like a new golden age and so on and so forth. But it turns out to be a golden cage. 
And all of that is designed to keep us in another loop, another cycle of cycles. And then when you move out of the golden age, it descends about, you know, of a certain amount. And it keeps going around and around until you get back to the place we are now, which is, I think, the silver or no, lead. Silver, silver age, no, silver age is pretty nice. Yeah, well, yeah, silver is nice. It's, it's, not as, it's not as glorious as the golden age. But you no. get a few thousand years of golden age, and then you drift down into a silver age. It's still nice, yeah. especially compared to this crap we have now. Well, but yeah. eventually you end up in a bronze age, and then eventually it degenerates into another iron age. Iron age, yeah. yeah. That's where we've been. Yeah, and you end up right back here. Where you started. It's just a bigger yeah. sandbox. Keep the cycles going, yeah, because they give you the nice big sandbox to play in with all these cool toys, oh, and yeah. you never, never took advantage of the opportunity was, that was there during the shift to transcend the game. Right, right. That's the real game. Right, and so people get suckered into choosing another cycle. Right, and we've been uh, unmercifully... Uh, taught to choose either this or that. In other words, a black and white choice when there are no such things. Everything is a continuum of choices and uh, infinite in their array. And uh, so by limiting us to two choices, well, is it this or is it that? Then they get us to believe that there's nothing outside of those two choices and we have to pick one of them. Well, that's not true at all. It's a lie. And uh, I, hopefully a lot of people will see through that. Yeah. In fact, a, a cool thing that's been going around for years is take either or and replace it with both and. Right. Right. Exactly. Because both can exist simultaneously that's and right. then there's infinity beyond that. That's right. Exactly. You can have it all. And the one that said, well, you can't have it all, well, that was another lie. That's, yeah. an, that's another one of those limiting matrix Limit, programs. Yeah. Anything that's limiting to us, anything that feels like it's confining us in any way, shape, or form, uh, it is then. I mean, if we feel it, it that's true for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, ultimately, we do create our own reality. However, we ended up in a reality like this <laughs> because we allowed our consciousness to be hijacked. Yes. And and humans are just so easily manipulated. Yes, yes. And for those people who still go to those corporate propaganda machines, you oh, know, BSLSD and, and all those others. Yeah. Oh, dear. See, what happens there is they give you all these reports. They may or may not be factual at all. Right, right. And they get you to believe something, and by believing it, your divine creative energy goes into manifesting it. That's right. That's right. You've allowed them to hijack your consciousness. Like, if you believe that this coronavirus is as deadly as they're claiming, even though they're cheating and padding the statistics and doing all that stuff, then you are putting that panic and fear out there. You are helping create the reality that you don't want. Exactly. Exactly. That's precisely what's happening. And they do it again and again. Again and again. And And if you look back at uh, previous... uh, Oh, things that are similar to this, including the world wars. I mean, 
there's a thread that goes through all of them, and and that's the same thread. <clears throat> and if you want to look at terror events, uh, there's a person who has been on my show a few times, Ole Damagard. And Terrific he, researcher. Yeah, he's a wonderful researcher, and he uh, remains impartial. He doesn't uh, say this uh, group does it or that group does it. He just explains what has happened or what's shown up. And you come to your own conclusions. And uh, he really does open the eyes. And uh, he's a good person to listen to. Yeah, and you know, in the world of investigation, there's a little approach to things like once is an incident. That's two, right. Two right. might be a coincidence. Right. Three is a pattern. <laughs> right. Four is pattern and practice. <laughs> right. So when you get up into the dozens or the hundreds, like Oli Domagard is like, <laughs> he's like connecting thousands of dots. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, we're talking pattern and practice on steroids. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. He's good. <laughs> yeah, and it's really astonishing when you really, really let go of all of these preconceived notions that you had about reality and so forth, and mm-hmm. you really tune into people like that who are doing the actual research, and you look at the patterns. It's all mm-hmm. patterns. And it's all there right in that. front of us. Yes. And, well, like astrology, it's all patterns. Right, so as right. I look, as I look at where we are right now in our awakening, in our shift, and then I look at the patterns and take you know, our current condition into the context of those patterns, uh, then it's easier to, for me to be enthusiastic about where we're going here. Right, right. Now, also, I'll toss this out, because people are so worried about, oh, you know, what's going to happen with the economy and this game and that game and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> right. and, you know, will, we be, will we get betrayed? And blah, blah, blah. Okay, remember, the, the human souls who are uh, liberating the humans here mm. are also being used to draw people into the golden cage. Oh, right, right. That's absolutely true. Yes, and so how are they going to get you into a golden cage if everything collapses and turns to you know garbage? They've got to pull it off and make it look great. <laughs> well, they're going to have to get some better props. <laughs> <laughs> no, they'll they'll they're they'll, they're pulling it off right now. It's working. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's enough technology to fool anybody, except somebody that can't be fooled. Well, right. Yeah. I mean, once you've seen through the illusions, well, you can't be fooled by them again. Well, and George Kavasilis talks about this, has been talking about this for quite a long time. Uh, and other people have been talking about it as well. So it's it's not just a few isolated people. And uh, Laura Eisenhower, my goodness, she is a one-woman crusader, uh, and she's so outspoken, and I love the way she stands up for herself and... And just tells it like it is, and uh, uh, she's uh, she's a wonderful uh, oh town crier, I guess you could say. I don't don't really mean town crier, but you know what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. And the relayer uh, of important information that's true. <laughs> yeah, and just like the other day, she had um, three people on with her because she's doing regular prod- podcasts and interviews and so forth, mm. and uh, and yeah, she's really laying it out there. Mm. Oh, yeah. And the details are, 
you know, she's got some details, a lot of details. And I guess yeah, and that she, uh, uh, is an advantage of being in a presidential family. Yeah, and she did say one time, in fact, she was on your show one time. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and said something that seemed very odd and <laughs> surprising, and she, and she just casually said, well, there are things openly known in the family that will never make it into the history books. <laughs> I wonder what those were. I just asked her. <laughs> Probably huh? lots of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, look at the royals. Sure. I mean, there's probably enough there to have them uh, shot into outer space. <laughs> well, yeah, or put back in the cosmic recycle bin. Yeah, the cosmic recycle bin. Yeah. That's nicer. Yeah, but that, because that's actually what's happening. You know, this is the end game. Well, now, um, so all of these institutions will be uh, falling or or closing or shutting down or somehow mysteriously disappearing, revolving off the planet or whatever. What about the religions? Oh, the religions. <laughs> yes. They're pretty entrenched. Uh, well, that's an illusion, too. Well, of course, but not everybody sees that. Well, they're going to be seeing through. Oh, they will? Okay. You they mean the Pope's... The... Uh... No. <laughs> yeah, Forget I won't that. say it. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Strike that from but, the record. Okay, remember, a huge part of Pluto's journey through Capricorn is to mm. take things that have been deep, dark, secret, and hidden and bring it out into the light mm. of out into the public eye. And so we've had Pluto's journey through Capricorn here in the tropical zodiac, and we're soon going to be having uh, the adventure, uh, in fact, we're in it right now, just the very, very beginning of it, of Pluto entering Capricorn in the sidereal zodiac. Remember, we have two zodiacs. They're about 24 degrees apart. And the sidereal zodiac is the one they use, uh, like in Vedic astrology. Okay. Like in India, okay? All right. Now, in, in the sidereal zodiac, what we do is we just follow the movement of the constellations. Huh. All right? All right. The tropical zodiac is based on the relationship of the sun and earth. Okay. So they're about 24 degrees apart. So we have... The, like 16 years of Pluto and Capricorn in the tropical zodiac, and then it's got to go all the way through the sidereal zodiac, too. That's still Pluto and Capricorn. And that's tearing down the old system and building a new one, and it's also then bringing things out that have been hidden from us. Ah. Okay. Now, as of February 26th, Pluto has entered the sidereal sign of, of Capricorn. And it's going to do a triple transit across that cusp and finish it on New Year's Eve. Uh-huh. So it's going to be solidly in sidereal Capricorn as of the end of this year. And then it's about two and a quarter years before Pluto starts its quintuple transit over the cusp going into Aquarius in the tropical zodiac. So we have two and a quarter years here uninterrupted with Pluto and Capricorn in both zodiacs simultaneously. Mm, wow. Yeah, so this is Pluto in Capricorn magnified several times. I mean, it's all just going to be exponential now. We are in it right now. We just got started, and uh, 
this is just going to be huge. Wow. Well, I, I'm sure that those of us that are looking uh, from uh, the perspective of being a little bit more awake than the most uh, will see what's going on to some extent and find those resources that are explaining it. Because we do need, I think it, we do need to have someone or people who know what they're talking about and uh, who are sharing the truth, like you are one of them. I, I uh, trust your information, and but I also try to verify everything for myself. Sure. Because, you, you know, you kind of have to do that, or else you're being lazy, and then have woe be, be unto you if you find out that uh, it was wrong. So, you know, it's important to know things for yourself. And, well, um, also, you know, there are so many people out here who are doing so much research in so many different areas of this, yeah. and and they have integrity, and they will tell you, just don't accept our word for it. Right, right. Do the research yourself. They will show you. They'll shine the light there, like well, like you mentioned, Oli Damagard. Mm. Okay, okay. Lightonconspiracies.com. That's his website. Oh yes, yeah, so check it out. Right, light on conspiracies. Okay, in other words, shine the light on there. Mm-hmm. That's what he's doing. He shines the light on it, and it's like, okay, you go in there and research it. Mm-hmm. See, verify it for yourself. Mm-hmm. And so that means that as more and more of us do that, then we're not just accepting somebody else's word for everything. Mm-hmm. We're getting a good feel for it ourselves, which is going to help us empower ourselves. We're stepping back into our creative power at this time. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's an exciting process. Oh, it's way cool. It is. I'm like so jazzed. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Well, me too. And, you know, yeah, and, and some of these people are just so frightened here, but this might just be where we reach the tipping point with all that. Because the uh, another thing is the the propaganda channels are going to be exposed for the oh, yeah. pathological liars that they are, et cetera. The propagandists will be mm-hmm. exposed here, and so the the public will no longer have that feeding into them. Now it may happen that we have a uh, shutdown in that area too for a while. Right, It'll probably right. be very brief. But how how cool would that be? Is suddenly it's like God, even the internet goes down. Oh, well, mine did go down. <laughs> yeah, but yours did, yeah. But imagine that the Internet goes down for a few days. Yeah. And there's no, your cell phone doesn't work for a few days. There's, there's no service. There's, there's no TV. There's no radio. All those communications are shut down and off because the propagandists are gagged at that time. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's difficult to deal with <laughs> because, you know, I had about uh, 12 days of it. Well, it kind of threw you off a bit. Oh yes, and then there was a death. <laughs> uh, well, right, yeah. In the family too, and that was uh, uh, on top of the the uh, virus. So it was just a little bit uh, disconcerting, shall we say the least? Well, sure. You know, when you especially when you have a pet die. Oh that, my God! I mean, yes, that's rougher than losing humans. Oh yeah, sixteen years. <laughs> right. Yeah, and I just. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's now, are, uh, tough. Are you aware of her being around? Uh, just barely. Just barely. Okay. Um, 
Because they uh, do hang around with you. See, yeah, they lie. Will, they, they will do things to get your attention if you're paying attention. Well, I thought I heard the pitter patter of her feet on the uh, the um, oh uh, tarp floors. <laughs> we I had to put down tarp floors because of the uh, inability to go oh. out and pee. Right. Yeah. So uh, that was. Uh, you could hear the tippy tap of toes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Things like that. Yeah. Yeah, and like, uh, sometimes yeah, like, I just kind of catch a, you know, something out of the corner of my eye, or I hear something, and it's, I thought, "Is that Donnie?" Yeah, and so okay. I'm not, uh, I'm just open to whatever happens, and yeah. and she knows I love her more than a, a, a million dogs or a million stars. I mean, she knows that I've never met a dog, met a creature like her ever. It's just a bundle of love. Yeah, and you know when you have a pet like that, especially if it's long like that, like you know, like last April when when my cat died, you know, she was eighteen, mm-hmm. and you know, and every time you come home, who's there? She's there. Right. The, for Always. all those years, like Donnie was there for sixteen years. Yeah. <laughs> and every time you came home, there's Donnie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And excited to see me. Yeah, and her little <laughs> tail was bobbed, you know, because she was a Jack Russell. But it went up and down and not sideways. <laughs> I mean, everybody noticed that it was a quite an unusual little feature of her. But she had a sense of humor. She did funny things, and she was smart, and she was fun to be with. I mean, I've I've just never had that experience where they're just so darn wonderful, <laughs> you know, all the time. <clears throat> yeah. So, and you've had you some, know, too. Well, yeah. I lost four furry friends last year. Mm, 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 mm. That's too many. Yeah, all in one year. Yeah, it was March, April, May, and then uh, the, the the big boy, the the old uh, Pommy dog, mm. left us in November. He was just, he was amazing. Oh. His, uh, his, his mom was uh, an Australian... Uh, shepherd and mm-hmm. his dad was an English sheepdog, so he was a really interesting mix. Mm. Just a beautiful dog, big dog, and then for a big dog to live to be almost fifteen was pretty impressive. That is impressive. Yeah. <clears throat> but um, and big heart. I mean, it's a, oh yeah, bigger yeah. than the house or the world. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah. So we can speculate on different ways things will will pan out now, because one thing that a lot of people in our circles um, are noticing is that uh, the pets are not reincarnating like they used to. They're they're hanging around with us more. Mm-hmm. So the speculation mm-hmm. is that we are going to vibrate up to where they are right now. Oh, wow. Well, you have said that many times, and uh, that keeps me thinking um, along those lines. Yeah. And so it's going to be an interesting game here. You know, we don't know mechanically how it's all going to play out. But Mm -hmm. if we go along with it and have a good time with it, that's all great. The only thing that we're suggesting is keep your eyes open because you don't want to get sucked into a different matrix. Mm -hmm. You want to be able to go into that matrix and make sure that you can transcend and go elsewhere anytime you want. We just don't want to be trapped again by believing in it as the ultimate reality. 
Right. And being stuck there for thousands and thousands of years as food for beings that uh, consider themselves much higher. Yes, but what we want to do now, when we have the opportunity, we can shift to the point that we actually re-enter the natural universe, not the, this cosmic hologram, the cosmic matrix, or the, right. the false light universe, whatever we want to call it. We can actually return to our natural organic way of living in the natural universe, because in the this hologram we're in, this universal hologram, it, it's a vampiric slash predatory slash whatever system because everything exists by feeding off other things. Exactly. No one here is inde- nothing here is independent, able right. to generate its own energy. Mm-hmm. energy. Mm, okay. So uh, yeah, we've got we've got infinity right here, right now, and we're just moving into it. Well, uh, I am looking forward to the move. <laughs> I think that, uh, you know, this is entirely good news for all of us, and uh, in spite of the seemingly bad news, I think that, uh, you know, I think it was Voltaire that said that um, everything, no, it was Voltaire, or, oh, anyway, one of those two philosophers said that everything worked out for the best. And, well, uh, it's going to. And I think this is one of those times when we have chosen to be in a in a period of, transition and excitement that is incomprehensible, you know, kind of like the cartoons when your eyes bug out, <laughs> you know, and your tongue hits the floor. <laughs> I think it's going to be that shocking. And if it oh, isn't, then cool. just wait, because it will be. <laughs> it will be, right. Yeah. Well, you know, we've run out of time for tonight, and uh, if you would mention your website or Anything that's going on and let people know where to find you, that would be terrific because you give a great Soul Purpose reading. I can attest to that. Well, thank you. And the site is soulpurposereadings.com. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, Tim, thank you for being on tonight, and I always enjoy uh, talking to you. And uh, keep your ear to the road. (laughs) I think you do. (laughs) And uh, we'll check in uh, pretty soon and uh, see what's changed. All right. Thanks. All right. Good night.